0: This is No Starving Artist Podcast. I'm Anisa Benitez, your host and fellow creative journeyer. I'm here to support your creative wellness, mentally and spiritually, as we all deserve a successful creative life. Hello creative people and welcome back to the podcast or welcome to it. You may have noticed that there is a new intro, which I think better reflects the tone and topics of this podcast now. I found the week off to be valuable to do this creative year review across all of my endeavors and also not super pleasurable but really valuable. So if you found the last episode on creative year and reviewed to be hard to listen to, that's okay. A like to a vitamin supplement. It serves its purpose. It's not something we chew on. Today's episode is about human design. 101 I finally took the time to actually explore human design and see which human design type I am I had just been kind of curious about the topic but never really you know made some assumptions but it was really different to take some time and really delve into that and I found it so valuable that I wanted to share over more human design is a pseudoscience it combines astrology kabbalah chakras a lot of other things and was originated by Alan Robert Krakauer, who published a book called The Human Design System under the pseudonym Ra-Uru-Hu. So that's usually how people identify the founder. And that was in 1992. Since then, human design has grown in popularity. It's followed as a mystical experience, a lot of people appreciate in the self-help category, but it doesn't really have any religious components. It's kind of a new astrology. Like most of what I share, take what you'd like, what serves you, and leave the rest. I I found this human design test to be both entertaining and educational as it provided me deeper insight and was a catalyst for my deeper introspection. So ultimately, if you don't do the introspection work, then it really doesn't have much value. I think ultimately, we should put ourselves as the authorities in our lives. And we're not seeking to be told what to do. We're seeking to valid- see if something validates our experiences or resonates with us. And that's how we move in X, Y, Z directions. You are the authority in your life. <laughs> but don't listen to me. Um Our agenda for today's episode is first, how this topic became relevant to me. Second, an overview of each of the five human design types. I encourage you to guess which one you think you are before actually taking the test. And if you've already taken the test, then maybe some of this will also be a nice refresher or reminder. And last but not least will be a culture wreck, a book that I've been reading around power inner power and in cultivating that if you've been enjoying this podcast and getting value from it your sharing this podcast reviewing it on apple podcast makes the biggest difference in my time to introspect i was like what do i really want this podcast to be about and one of the north stars is really just that it grows and serves more people more than anything monetizing it is really secondary <laughs> to me and it's serving people and being a nice catalyst for a deeper introspection exploration is the aim and so if you haven't let a left a review on Apple podcast and I read the ones who that were existent there and it made me like feel really touched, so don't feel like you need to hit the ball out the i I can't do sports references hit the ball out the court no nope. <laughs> don't feel you need to share a ton in giving a review but Even just a little mention, like, I like this podcast, makes a huge difference and helps the podcast be found. So looking forward to seeing those on Apple Podcasts, and thank you to those who left some commentary. Without further ado, let's get into it. This topic became relevant to me because last episode, I was like, I think my user design is like manifesting generator. Clearly, I hadn't taken the time to really delve into what is human design? And how does it inform my life? So why human design? Why take the time to learn about this stuff? Well, I love an opportunity to feel more guided. (laughs) It builds my sense of trust in myself. Um, Yeah, I always think it's valuable, all the self-help things. And with human design, you have the ability to make choices that are more in alignment with your authentic nature. It aims to be based on your personal authority. This knowledge is to empower you to live a fulfilling life in your own unique way. And so human design offers a map to understand your genetic design for both your conscious and unconscious aspects of yourself. These simple tools help you discover your own truth. And we all tend to be hard on ourselves or have moments where we don't feel as self-loving or as much clarity in our life as we feel like we should. And so when there's moments where we can orient, feel more purpose and direction in our life it feels good I like these systems they're quite nice and it was a surprise to me because i had been telling myself and I'll get into the types but I was was like oh yeah I'm totally a manifesting generator I love to do a ton of things I love creative things all over the place as much as I can produce the better um yeah what a surprise to find out absolutely not I'll reveal after next segment which one I actually am. Um, but uh, yeah, it was like the one that you don't, that you resist being, but how people perceive you is probably the one that you are versus the one that you feel you should be. <laughs> and I felt I should be a manifesting generator. And I did have that energy coming off the corporate nine to five life last year. I was just like, oh, oh my gosh, I've harbored all this creative energy. I need to put in so many different places how can I do this and this and this and it's been beautiful to have this podcast and grow social media content and also pursue acting and be dancing more and have all of these things going on but the ability for me to do that was because I also had all this alone time so I had energy and I had a reserve because I had alone time um, I'm not actually a person who carries a lot of energy and this will be an education that pertains to the next segment but yeah there's types in human design that have energy they produce a lot of energy and there's those who don't we just reflect energy or we project energy and uh i'm one of those so very clarifying to have this time for reflection on the things that i've been creating um i think the more that we can take a bird's eye view observe the situations from a removed standpoint, the more high-level choices that we make. I like to call it investor mindset. Yeah, executive overview of your life. And I do that a lot. So I think that allowing myself to do more of that actually serves me based on my human design type. So I, I, yeah, that's how this topic became relevant to me. Realizing that there are many moments in my life where I feel like I am questioning the way that I am moving through the world. I should be doing more, I tell myself. Um, But that's not true. Overcoming lifelong habits and accepting that we've been conditioned in ways that maybe don't serve us is okay. Having the courage and determination to... Take a step back is incredibly empowering. So if you need to experiment with your human design type after listening to this podcast, I encourage it and see how those energies change the way that you work. Human design is a tool to help you understand your body and mind and how they're meant to run in alignment to support your process and progress. So let's see if this helps you. Some will say that there are four human design types and some will say that there are five. I will be exploring five. And my sources for this segment are the Chalkboard Mag magazine and the title being, What is Human Design and Body Graphs? I also looked at um, the goop.com article on human design and where we're coded at birth. And my favorite was looking at geneticmatrix.com, looking at their human design overviews yeah there's a ton out there and I honestly am not an expert enough to be like this is the best ultimate source but if you go closer to maybe the founders work where their voice is more prevalent then you might find more resonance but things also change over time so teach their own ultimately it would be really fun I think for you to as you listen Try to understand which of the human design type you are. I'm going to share five, because a new one has arisen called the manifesting generator. But the most common four are the generator, manifester, projector, and reflectors. Beginning with the generators, generators represent about 70% of the population, it said. They are the life force of the planet, the builders. They have a defined sacral center, more on centers below in the chakra, an open and enveloping aura that's constantly pulling life to them. Their strategy is to respond as opposed to initiate. It's sacral response. This can be a sacral sound, body movement, that lets them know that they're available to give energy to something or not. When generators initiate, from mental place instead of waiting for this response, they can end up feeling deeply frustrated and degenerated rather than regenerated and satisfied with their life and work. Manifestors, I'm sharing these as a broad overview and then I'll go back and share a little bit more specificity on each. Manifestors represent about 9% of the population. As natural initiators, their strategy is to inform those around them on decisions before taking action. Manifestors make powerful impact. Their closed and repelling aura can make others feel off balance and want to control the manifestor. When a manifestor shares with others, this naturally relaxes those around them and removes energetic resistance, allowing them to initiate in peace. Manifestors can be initiating catalyst for other types too. When they are moving through life, Without informing others, manifestors can end up feeling angry as, results of, as a result of resistance they experience. Then, projectors. Projectors represent about 20% of the population. Their strategy is to wait for recognition and invitation. Their focused and penetrating aura gives them the ability to see deeply into others. When invited and recognized, they feel appreciated and seen. Projectors are here for our most gifted, to be our most gifted guides. Their openness leads them vulnerable to conditioning. And if projectors are focusing on the wrong people and are not being really recognized, this can lead to exhaustion and bitterness. Projectors need to learn to be very discerning about engaging their energy. They are natural at mastering systems and when they use their energy correctly, will experience success in their life and relationships. And next, reflectors. Reflectors represent about 1% of the population. If you have all your centers open, then you are a reflector. You have a resilient aura that samples the energies around you and reflects them. The way in which reflectors process experience is very different from other types because their chemistry magnifies everything and everyone. Reflectors have the potential to see what is happening in a way that no one else can. Their greatest gift is to read others and their environments. When they are healthy and in the right place, reflectors experience the wonder and surprise of life. If, however, reflectors end up identifying with what they are mirroring, they can become exhausted and disappointed. As some of you know, I founded More By Her, a platform to dismantle the starving artist stigma. Each week, we share a new story of creative women shaping culture on Wednesdays. Wisdom Drop Wednesdays. For those who identify as women, non-binary, she, her, they, them thriving artists who are willing to give transparency on their creative journey and how they do it. Follow us at morebyher.com or on Instagram at more underscore by underscore her. Now I'm going to go a bit deeper into each of the human design types. First, if you are the manifester, you may feel alone in the world, especially because you're fiercely independent. You're the rarest, second rarest human design type. And no wonder you can't relate to others. Another reason is because you might have an aura that's a little closed and pushy. That means others struggle to control or influence you. And we live in a world that's always constantly trying to control each other. Your body tells you, though not your self, That something isn't aligned or someone is trying to exert control over you by feelings of anger. When the anger strikes, it can give you a sense of a moment to assess where it's coming from. You're not always meant to tame yourself or play nice with others. If you spent your life trying to make yourself palatable or agreeable, then you might end up draining your energy. For the generator, You are the life force responding responding to the call. The world has been made for generators. You're here to see what needs fixing, refining, filling in, and then you do it. While manifestors are known for initiating, projectors are known for their guidance and leadership, generators are known for their ability to make it happen. You and manifesting generators are the only types that have defined sacral centers which is like a battery pack that keeps you running. This is why your type is the best to get things done. This battery pack makes you gives you the ability to just do more. You're working within your design, whereas other types might eventually tire and burn out. As a generator, you have a sustained, sustainable energy that invigorates itself and, re, and reinvigorates itself. You never need to search for a problem. They will present themselves for you and for your response. You have access to a clear yes or no through your sacral centers. You have a clear patience and practice. Frustration tells you to steer clear or reassess what you're doing. And satisfaction tells you that you're right on track. Getting things done, even if it's at your own pace, is great. Though you may need help with understanding what people want you to respond to, And once you see how many things could use your response. Next, the manifesting generator, we will cover that, is the burst of fire, the machine, how I thought I was, but I'm not, sadly not. Manifesting generators are definitely the ultimate battery pack. So you can speak things into existence with a reliable energy source that will make it happen with your own hands. You have the superhuman ability of juggling, multitasking, and not needing to take huge breaks to recharge. Manifesting generators are that burst, usually all in or all out when you're doing something. Never need to search for a problem. You'll see them, opportunities to clear out, and you'll have access to clear yes or no's through your sacral center. Frustration leads you to steer clear or reassess what you're doing. Satisfaction means you're on the right track. Getting things done through juggling, multitasking, doing lots of things, and finding efficient shortcuts is satisfying to you. Though you may need help with seeing the long term because your strengths are responding to the moment. Figuring things out to do with your energy and interests, you may need help with and prioritizing what's most important to you. Now for the non-energy types, which this one is me. If you're a projector, a saying to yourself might be, you're the leader of the new world or the asker of what the fuck is going on. So being a projector is different. Um, You're not meant to follow the others. Your heart and honing your skills is most beneficial to you. So activism, leadership, continuing to do what you love and eventually being recognized for your value and being invited to become a leader is more the calling. A penetrating aura that can see straight to the core of any person or situation. Also, a magnetic aura that can feel non-existent to someone who sees how valuable you are. They... Look, and then there you go. You might have a lot of moments of, oh, I should have done this better because I knew I could do better, etc. You're not meant for a traditional workspace. When you find your thing, it doesn't even feel like work. This is what success is to a projector. When you don't want to do something and you know something is off, you might taste or feel bitterness. You always feel like you want to know more because when you know more, the more fascinating something is. You're a curious character, a lifelong learner. Finding your group of people who recognize your genius and encourage it, yeah. Breaking away from trying to be like others, especially if imposter comparison syndrome sets in. The last human designed type, which I will share, is the reflector. You are the human mirror, medicinal soul. You are also one of the non-energy types, which means it's that you're not churning out energy. You're usually reflecting. You make up only 1% of the population, so you might feel like you are not understood by others and they don't operate the way you do. Remember that you don't have to be like others. or You simply, you simply need to feel comfortable where you are. Your, you reflect their environment around you, so if you feel something is wrong or needs attention, believe it. You spend a few minutes with people and understand exactly where they are. The experience can be magnified, compassion or empathy. Remember that you are not here to take other people's burdens or energy. You simply need to sample a little bit to know whether you need to continue connecting or if something isn't for you. Highly intuitive. When you're in an environment that aligns with what you're looking for, you'll be pleasantly surprised. But if you're increasingly unhappy or notice that something around you isn't what you thought, you'll be deeply disappointed and moved to try something different. What may help is realizing that you don't need to come up with anything new or different because your presence alone embraces whatever you come in contact with. Giving yourself permission to stay still. And be alone so you can discharge of other people's energy and have a moment to simply be present is necessary. I hope these summaries on each of the design types have led you to be curious. Curious about what's the best way for you to go about and operate in building your life and building relationships, et cetera, and producing work. I found it really valuable because of the element of surprise, especially, um, how I perceive myself versus who I am can not always be aligned. Last but not least, let's get into our last segment, the culture wreck. Our culture wreck for this week is a book I've been waking up and listening to in audiobook form each morning this week it is The Power Within You by Louise Hay. Louise Hay is a spiritual leader who passed away a few years ago, but she was highly regarded for a lot of her philosophies in self-love. This book cover is learning how to listen to your inner voice, to trust it, to love the child within you, to let your true feelings out, to take responsibility for the way that you've been parenting and parented and reparenting yourself, releasing Fear and anger around getting older, allowing ourselves to receive prosperity, expressing our creativity, which is a topic I always love, accepting change as a natural part of life, and creating a world which feels safe and loving to us, ourselves, and others. I love the meditations she shares. She shares a lot of affirmations within the book, and I found it to be really. Um, a good fit for today's topic because when I started to explore human design it was a moment of releasing what how I perceived myself and how the ways that I thought I should be operating in the world and actually accepting the way that I do. Thinking of myself as a manifesting generator, I was like, I should always be doing more. I should be spreading my creative energy all about, I should have more energy. It gives me energy to do more. Why don't I have the stamina to keep up in these hectic environments? And I was feeling tired by all these things that I was carrying and starting. And I was like, I don't want to drop the ball, though, because if I drop the ball, then I'm going to feed into a stereotype around the way I've been perceived maybe historically. Should I be a recluse? Should I live off the grid? And there's a lot of things when you explore human de- design a little bit more deeply around the environments where you thrive. And so when I was looking at mine, my chart was literally like, yes, you should live in a city or in surrounded by people, but you have to learn how to take space as a projector. You are exactly where you need to be to lead people, but you also have to really conserve your energy. You can't do too much. You need to be invited to things. You need to focus on honing your skills, your crafts. And so I was like, oh, this is really nice to be. You just affirmed that I'm who I need to be. (laughs) And I just need to keep on keeping on and accepting myself. And the more that I accept myself, the greater I feel, the greater I feel, the more that I radiate power. Hence, the book recommendation of the power is within you from Louise Hay because self-loving there's no power that's greater than that when you actually embrace the way that you operate best the way that you work best you are a powerful being she says this quote which I've shared on social media this week and it's you've been criticizing yourself for years and it hasn't worked try approving of yourself and see what happens when we do it Oh, what a game changer. So I hope that this episode has been helpful for you as a resource to do some further exploration or maybe it's just a soundbite to affirm where you've been at. If you've been enjoying this podcast, please rate it and review it on Apple Podcasts. You can find me at Anisa Benitez on Instagram. Follow the wisdom of many thriving creative women and non-binary people at morebyher.com. You are no starving artist. I'm grateful to be endlessly learning and crying with you. I appreciate you.